It's a miserable moonless night on the highway. Everything is black and slick with rain. The streetlights have fractured shards of yellow luminescence through my street windshield. I make a terrible time, and in the corner of my eye the speedometer guiltily creeps higher than it should. The sweaty dark of the interior is suddenly lit up with an eerie green glow as my phone starts to vibrate. Unknown number, but local. Jane? Not the first time she's let her mobile die and rung me from some dive, looking for a lift. I look ahead, plain sailing, nothing but a rickety van scores ahead. I glance down and stab the phone, nothing, still ringing. The swipe didn't quite catch. I glance down again and swipe slower this time. The infernal buzzing stops and I hear static. Then the windshield fills with the sick red of brake lights and my whole world is suddenly crumpling steel and shattering glass and a hollow crack of bone. I don't know how long it takes for the avalanche of noise and sickening movement to subside. It could be years. But when it does, the tangy smell of dirt in the air tells me I'm down the embankment. And the seatbelt eating into my shoulder tells me I'm upside down. There is no pain. And I know what a bad sign that is. My left leg is numb, but I can still feel something warm and wet trickling thickly down my thigh, falling on the car roof amid the glittering diamonds of broken glass. A voice. Nested in static, words reaching out to me from the tinny speaker of my phone as it lay somewhere in the savage wreck. This is the last thing I hear. Hello? I am calling you from Accident Claimed Helpline for regarding compensation your personal injuries. You had any accident or any minor injury in the last three years. Hello? I'd say I earn more than I'm worth. Not that I don't work hard. I slog my guts out hauling counties down flights of stairs, hammering, screwing, and all of it to such a high standard, with such swanky stuff you couldn't imagine a team of sweaty workmen ever being there. I fit high-end bespoke kitchens, marble countertops, gold taps, smart self-cleaning fridges. Some of my customers you'd have heard of Actors, politicians, three-star generals. A lot of business people you've not of. They control your life anyway. They set your mortgage rates. They decide your credit acceptance. They own the water you drink, the insulin you inject, the schools you send your kiddies to. They're planning to build a luxury 100-floor penthouse tour. Only we're building down, not up. Hell. You'd have to take a five-minute lift through solid rock just to get to the lobby. You could say I build apocalyptic holiday homes. What? You think they haven't got these things figured out? You don't think they've got a get out of jail free card? The kind of people who can thumb down a scale at paying 2% tax and haven't built a levy against the end of the world? You should see the place. Lush doesn't cover it. Basically, a city deep under the desert floor. Shorten district, cinemas, spas, 
And underground leather takes care of the water. Acres of camouflage solar panels to keep the 60 inch LED TVs and cappuccino makers running. And it's damn close to being built. If that gives you any idea of the timetable they've figured out. So, I get paid extra to keep my mouth shut. So do the plumbers, electricians, plasterers. And we do. But we've been planning too. So when things really go south, and the CEOs and the basketball stars, and the soft drink heiresses settle into their suburban digs, they'll think they're set for life. Till they start feeling dizzy. Maybe a wee bit nauseous. Maybe start to pass out. The smarter ones will probably recognise carbon monoxide poisoning when they see it. But they'll never find the diesel generator pumping it through the AC in time. Then it's just a case of riding the secret secondary elevator down and moving in. Storing the bodies in the freezers. There's enough food for the foreseeable future but it's nice to have a backup plan. You're probably wondering why I'm telling you this. Well, the truth is, like I said, this is a massive place. And we won't need all of it. There's still some of the smaller penthouses up for grabs. I can help you out. Won't be cheap. But what's money compared to your family's safety, right? Limited time offer. More limited than you think. Financial instruments were dubbed FMA, Forecast Mineral Accruements, and it set the markets ablaze. Dividends, short selling and premiums all flowed thick and fast like blood from the throat of a butchered pig. Mars mining rights were already the hottest commodity on the stock market. Thick veins of iron, nickel, gold only now being tapped and shipped back to Earth onto massive interplanetary construction yards. The assets would be obtained and by methods more efficient and optimal than yet dreamed of. Forecasts limited only by the imaginations of the independent financial analysts. Each new planetary discovery was followed by a flurry of trading. The planet set its own stock index and floated on the market. And on the drones sailed to ever more speculative profits, capital generated by the mere idea of the assets to come. Autonomous, self-sufficient, self-repairing, the little beavers worked tirelessly, beaming back their reports amid the stars. But eventually those numbers were received by a market in freefall, the fictional capital no longer a levy against floods and famine. And when the servers of the Interstellar Asset Exchange clicked off, when the stock purchases stopped transferring, when the lights across the Earth winked out and the planet grew dark and silent, it didn't matter. The drones still reported home, still transmitted their findings across the dwarfing gulf of space to a planet long past caring. For centuries, millennia, their solar cells keeping their tiny silicon hearts beating against the indifferent cold. One by one, the stars fizzled out, consumed themselves, fell into themselves, till all was dark as black. While all energy was spent, drained, bled out by the endless succor of the void. 
all but one. A solitary drone resisting all fatigue. Its battery is still replete in the lifeblood of light. Its transmitters still blinking red against the backdrop of riches black. Still scanning and speaking of profits yet to be had by a species long since dead. Till it too fell silent, reserves spent, drifting for the rest of time and more. The news of fiscal opportunities run silent. But at least it could be said that for a brief period, capitalism lived longer than even the heat death of the universe.